Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, Kirby. Hi, Sarah. Welcome, Welcome to Los Angeles. Angeles. Okay, we have a guest today, and we are so excited major, to be with major her. Major, major guest. We're actually at her beautiful studio in Beverly Hills. Can you guys guess? I mean, you guys know it's Shawnee Darden. Woo! <laughs> um, okay, Shawnee is one of our favorites. We were talking about Shawnee before we came here, and we were saying that we love her no bullshit approach yep. to skincare. Like when you go get a facial with Shawnee, she's not like like she does a lovely arm massage. She like does all the amazing <laughs> it's treatments, like very but beautiful. it's to the point. Yes, like she'll tell you what yeah. you're doing. What you shouldn't be doing to your skin. Yeah. She's like, I'm not just going to like let you luxuriate for a second. And she just goes for the, ham on those yeah. blackheads. She gets the extractions <laughs> and she goes hard on them, which is like my favorite part. And then we are just like glowy angels right after. Exactly. I love this. So Shawnee Darden, obviously a renowned esthetician and the secret behind some of Hollywood's most flawless faces, including Jessica Alba, Chrissy Teigen, and Rosie Huntington Whiteley. Her passion for simple yet effective and no bullshit solutions have garnered her a loyal client base and a massive social media following, so much so that Shawnee is often booked out a year in advance, so good luck trying to book an appointment. <laughs> in June 2019, Shawnee opened her first flagship studio, which we are at right now, here in Beverly Hills, where she treats clients and shares her expertise with her followers on Instagram. We are so thrilled to have Shawnee on our podcast today. Thank you for taking the time. We know you're such a busy woman. So excited to be here. Um, we a lot of people when we ask when we first got started hey what guests would you like to see on the show you were definitely in the top five. Oh my god I yeah. love that so <laughs> it's a, like an that's amazing that's not surprising come that's on that's so yeah. nice but you know it's funny because when we before you even opened the studio you were like y'all should come over and we should do like a sleepover we're gonna do that yeah. can we're we actually that. do it I want to do that I said you invite the people yeah oh my I was god. like I, I no, wanted to so bring cheap. it up again because I want it to happen but I also yeah. didn't want to be rude and in case it wasn't gonna happen. No, we're gonna have like <laughs> we'll have bathrobes and like the whole thing, wine, and just like hang out. Oh my god, yes! And you can teach so us cheap. like how to massage our faces. Yes, and stuff. yes, let's do it. <gasps> oh my god, wait! Can Becca wait. Tilly please come? She, there's no way she's not coming. I'm obsessed I with mean, her. I love her Instagram stories. Obviously, That's I know you guys are really friends. Good. She's a good one. We'll make yeah. the guest list. Yeah, and then you, you make just the approve. list. Yep, yeah, done. Wow. And I'll get the robes. Lo yes. Okay. Perfect. So yes. let's start from the beginning. Before you became the fabulous Shawnee Darden. Let's talk about your start and how you tr transitioned into working with celebrities. Because I know a lot of, actually we have a lot of estheticians that listen to our podcast. Yes. And they want to get into the celebrity world. Can you talk a little bit about your experience? There's also rumors that you uh, maybe starred in some music videos. It's not true. <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> I um, mean, <laughs> you look like a model, so. Before. I feel like that might be true. Before becoming an esthetician. I moved out here to model, okay. and I quickly found out I was not going to get any modeling jobs, and so I kept getting cast in music videos. Mm -hmm. So I was in a bunch of music videos, but I didn't know how to dance. So but I why weren't you getting yeah, cast I'm, in I don't know. I mean, there wasn't really, I feel like there wasn't like a ton of modeling at that time here. It was just like commercials okay. and stuff oh, okay. like that, commercial modeling. Yeah. So I just kept getting cast in music videos.
videos and it was just like awful and I had no idea Wait, what it what was. What music doing. videos? Just like a lot. Like LL Cool J was one of my really big ones. I was a tunnel girl and I was like rolling Stop. around on the ground. No. Yeah, can we, sh- we can find uh, 100% you. 100% yeah. we can find that. Do you know? Something like a phenomenon. Oh my God. You're a legend. <laughs> Wait, That's amazing. Do you know Vanessa Belichick then? No. Are you familiar with her? Oh, yes. First of all, you two would be like best friends. Oh, oh yeah. She was my producer at Pop Sugar for years. She's like the most stylish woman on the planet. And she can dance. She can yeah, dance her ass off. And she like sent me a video. Video. She sent me Justin Timberlake's Senorita video, and she's like, they filmed with me and then cut me out to one part. And like, it's just so funny seeing her because she's like, those were, that was back in the day, like right. when I was just trying to schlep right. it. And she's like, in a Michael Jackson video. It's like stuff right. that you're saying, people Wait, would yeah, say, I just didn't have any dancing ability, but like, I, tr- I tried to go with, and it just like wasn't me. And I just woke up one day and I was like, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> you're and like, not, I it just was so not me. Yeah. And so then I went to school to be an esthetician. Okay. Had you always cared about your skin? Since I was like eight. Always been totally crazy about my skin. Who's um, that if from? I had. I don't know. Like, I just had it from a very young age. Um, And I remember, like, I was breaking out and I would get weird rashes. And I remember really wanting to go to the dermatologist. Mm -hmm. And I lived in a really small town. And my mom had to take me to Burlington, Vermont, which was an hour away. You had to go on a ferry to get there. Wait, where are you from originally? Manhattan, New York. I was born. But then I lived, I lived, I grew up in Plattsburgh, New York, which is by, like, Montreal, Canada. Oh, wow. Okay. So, like way up north. And yes. you were like, I feel like I'm a Cali girl. I just knew <laughs> I, I wasn't. Get out there. It, I knew that I needed to be in like a bigger city. Yeah. Like I knew that wasn't my vibe. Totally. Because your vibe to me is such SoCal, Los Angeles goddess, don't you oh think? Oh my God, I die for you. Easy breezy, yeah. laid back. So you started, you went to esthetician school. What school did you go to? It was called Marinello. It got closed oh, yeah. down. I don't oh, my God, yeah. I don't yeah. think it's here anymore. They yeah. used to have, like, a, a bunch of them, I think. They were okay. huge. And yeah. then they they actually recently closed down. Like, they went bankrupt yeah. or something, which is oh, so sad. sad. Yeah. A lot of people went to yeah, that school a lot of, specifically. For sure. Yeah. And then after that, I kind of went from there. I, I had already, I knew I wanted to do it, so I was already working as a receptionist at a spa, hoping when I get out of school, they'll let me work here. They didn't let me work there, but one of the estheticians got me a job working for a dermatologist. Okay. So that's kind of where I learned everything. I was so lucky to get that job because otherwise you come out of school, you really have no idea what you're doing. Mm. Totally. Because you're really going to school just to pass that state board. And get your license, that's it. right? right. You, and you come out and you're like, oh, I have no idea what I'm going to do. So working for her, that's where I learned everything. Totally. So I think that's actually a really great point because a lot of times people want to know, where'd you go to school? But especially with estheticians, you go just to learn protocol, yeah. to get your license, things yeah. like that. And, and you really learn a lot of what makes you an esthetician right. from the people you train under. 100%. And you train yeah. under some amazing people. Yeah. So I think the fact that you train, you worked with a dermatologist is a really big part of it too. Yeah, that's for like sure. why you know so much about also, skin. Also, you know, that's luck too. Like most dermatologists aren't going to let someone that just came out of school work for them. Totally. So it was like really lucky that she did. Like they threw me in. Like yeah. But you must have been super eager and like Beyond, impressive. but scared out of my mind. Yeah. So, and I worked directly with Dr. Benitez and mm-hmm. so what would happen is is I would give the facial and then she would come in and look at their skin and say what they needed so I learned different medications and different skin conditions so but you don't learn that at 
at a spa. Totally. No. At all. No. Yeah. And that's, I think that's amazing. Yeah. Especially like pinpointing skin conditions. Yeah. Ugh. I always yeah. think about wanting to just intern for a dermatologist. No, I mean, you totally. 100% should. <gasps> you should do I that. Mean, it would be my dream. Like I know week? it would be. That would One be of my so dreams fun. in life. Um, just teach us everything. Yeah. So, okay, how did you transition into having celebrity clientele? When I worked at one of the spas, um, I met Jessica Alba, and mm. so that's how it happened. And I think just because when she, she's so she's so loyal with the people she works with, and we had become friends over time, that once she put me in, it was a lore magazine. Then I think it just slowly started happening. Well, because we've talked about this, especially. So I got a facial with Shawnee um, a little bit before this podcast and we were joking that nobody's your client in LA. Like, right. like you can say like, Oh, this is my client, but then you'll see that different people go after mm-hmm. your quote unquote client. Right. Um, but I actually have found a lot of celebrities are diehard loyalists to the people that they end up working with. Especially you. I feel like yeah. your, nice. your clients are like super loyal to you. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've had the same clients forever, so I am really lucky, but that's sort of how it all came about. Is it ever awkward, though, when, so when Jessica mentioned you in Allure, and and she said, you know, this is my esthetician that I work with, at least she said it, but then I feel like sometimes we get pitched people as so-and-so's esthetician or so-and-so's hairstylist, and it's like they haven't worked with them in years. I don't do, I won't let that, I never let that happen. Yeah. So I always make sure, like, if someone hasn't come to see me in a year, I'm not, I won't let them. That's good. I also don't really talk about anyone. Yeah. But if somebody needs to use a name, it's like, if they actually see me, yes, but I'm not not if I haven't seen them in a year. There's no way. Totally. And you have such a strong following on Instagram and people like love to hear your tips and tricks. But I think also there is that celebrity aspect that they're like, oh, she does so-and-so's skin. But you, on the other hand, aren't, like you, this whole like influencer culture is like not your cup of tea. You don't you're no, consider I'm yourself so that. good at it. Like I know that you I don't mean, consider I'm yourself practicing. But your it's de- your it's content is amazing. It's not an easy thing. I mean, it takes a lot of it takes a big push for me to do all of that. It was really hard in the beginning, but now you're just kind of like, yeah. we're gonna as long as it comes off, you know, authentic. authentic yes. Yeah. Um, I want to just touch on the fact that you started out of your house, right? No. So I used to, I mean, before here, yes. yes, But before that, I worked everywhere. I worked worked at a bunch of different places. I even worked out of Jessica's house for a little bit. Wow. I had left a spa and she was like, you're, and by the way, we didn't even know each other that well. Like I was just her esthetician. Maybe I'd gone to like a party at her house once you and really she was advice. like you know what why don't you just set up at my house and so she set up an area I think she actually had it set up for me like I didn't even do that and it was a house she was renting because she was fixing her own house and it had like this side side area to it and I just set up there and worked it's so crazy thinking I mean, about that she would do incredibly generous <laughs> yes. holy crap yeah, wow. so crazy so then I worked there, doctor's office, bounced around, and then what happened was is I was pregnant with my second child, and I was working all the time at a doctor's office, 
and you know, like I was just like big and like it was a lot of like I constantly was giving facials and Jessica actually was like, you have a back office at your house, just set up there. Yeah. And I did it thinking no one would come, but what happened was is everyone wanted to come. So then I was like, well, I can't go back to the doctor's office. So that's how it happened. Yeah, and I I loved that. Me I mean, too. obviously it's the a, new place is yeah, yeah, yeah. stunning. It just had great energy. Yeah, it really did. Yeah. It felt very cozy yeah. and very very you yeah. and then the yep. music that you yeah. played. I yeah. mean, it's still very much yes. the same vibe here, but, but like definitely yeah. I loved that. I thought I would never ever leave. I I really truly was like this is what I want to do. Like I don't want to move. It just seems so private, mm-hmm. but then I was able to create this and this has been amazing and also really private. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of people want to know about your clients because they truly have amazing skin. How, what's the key to getting the glow some of your the Hollywood most popular yeah, clients <laughs> would have? I don't know. It's just having all, using all the right products. I'm really into peels. Yep. So, and a good peel will always give you that amazing glow. I think that's kind of everything sort of based around the peel. And I, I have one peel that I developed myself and that's usually what I kind of use for any kind of like event or, um, that's my go-to. Is there anybody that you think should stay away from peels? Like a specific skin type? I mean, if you're super, super sensitive, you can't, but otherwise, no. I think it also depends on the type of peel, how strong the peel is. You know what I mean? I tend to use pretty light peels. I don't really love really deep peels um, unless you have a lot of damage. Otherwise... I kind of stay away from that. It can just be too much. For I your just skin. think like we're overdoing it. You you end up damaging your skin. I think I used to work at this place and we were taught just to exfoliate every day. Like yeah. that's all she wanted you to do is exfoliate. Like physical exfoliate. Yeah, and every and chemical. And because of that, I I think that that's why I have pigmentation is from that. Oh, I wow. agree. I so Shawnee and I both have melasma. Mm-hmm. It's like how we bonded initially. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, oh yeah, we're in this club together. Yeah. And one of the things that I told her initially before, like the first time I saw her was I was a chronic over exfoliator. And I've talked about that a lot on the podcast, but really it was like, I was doing a scrub in the shower yeah. like on my Clarisonic or cleansing brush, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Right. Sorry. And then, you know, would go ham with like chemical exfoliants too. And it was making my skin so thin and red yeah. and ruddy. It was also like very trendy, like Five years 100%. ago. hundred you percent. Know? Like all the lasers that everyone does, yeah. they're peeling lasers. And then on top of it, we're all using the most active ingredients now. Totally. It, we didn't used to all use retinols and things like that. So you're using all those things, you're going to damage your skin. Exactly. Totally. And it can actually cause more pigmentation. I know my melasma is a result of my birth control, but I think for a while it was so bad because I was just constantly exfoliating my skin so if you notice that it's you have melasma and it's getting worse like chill out on the exfoliation yeah you're also really big with sunscreen love sunscreen all the sunscreen well it's just that all the damage that you see people are always like well i'm starting to get wrinkles and i'm fine lines and wrinkles and discoloration it's like it's the sun i mean it it really is that's what ages you my mom is the palest person in the universe and i just saw her and i think my mom's like 68 now i should know my mom's age (laughs) and i was looking at her when i came and i said i'm so lucky if i just follow the path i mean she's really fair too and she has never been in the sun, yeah. like ever. Oh my God, she sounds like my mom. Oh my God. Pristine. Never in the sun. Yeah. Doesn't use anything, has never used a retinol, doesn't use anything, but she's just 
never been in the sun. Yeah. Yeah. We had Renee Rouleau, which we know you're mm-hmm. good friends. Love her. You're friends with her. Um, and she actually talked about, you know, she's like, I know everybody says you should have sun protection. It's like the staple that estheticians tell their clients. But really, if you're not protecting your skin the right way, it affects the entire rest of your routine. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we just talked about overexfoliation. What do you think is another big factor uh, that's negatively affecting people's skincare routines right now? Like what products or like, I mean... Just like a mistake? Yeah, maybe a mistake that make. you think people are making? I, I think, I mean, I, I mean, think over, uh, exfoliation. Yeah, like yeah. One, right? I mean, yeah. I think the mistake that everyone's making is they're doing too much. I think more so like the lasers and all of the things that everyone... It's just too much. Also, another thing is, is that people will read about a product that somebody's using and they think... Nobody thinks about like you have to use the product that's right for your skin type. Mm-hmm. So people will use it and not understand like why they're breaking out. Exactly. That's, I mean, there's just too many products. So many. And there's, there's consumer, there's editor overload. You know, we're constantly trying to weed through everything. But because beauty is a $500 billion business, like everybody wants a piece of the yeah, pie. Yeah, for sure. So... Like for the one hundredth time, par back your routine. Yes, yeah. Take a breather. Do a three step thing. If you're, yeah. you know, overloading and your your skin's not reacting the way you want to, I mean, it's, it's all inflammation. Like everything, the root cause is inflammation. So just like take it down a notch. Yeah. Shani, you obviously show us on your Instagram, but can you tell our listeners who maybe haven't followed you, what's your routine at home? Like, how many products are you using? I'm really, really simple. So in the morning, I cleanse. Um, I use an antioxidant. I use a vitamin C product and then sunscreen that already has moisturizer in it, so I'm done. And then at night, I cleanse. I use retinol every night. I exfoliate with a chemical exfoliant once a week, and then I moisturize. Sometimes I also use a hyaluronic acid before kind of switch that up but I'm pretty much always using a retinol so let's yeah let's jump into retinol then obviously you created retinol reform all of your clients have talked about this you reformulated this year or just repackaged repackaged which is repackaging again but okay. we'll get into that oh <laughs> no, really yeah so everything's going to change in a few months okay new packaging you will both get it wow. but I yes for now because I had the packaging of all the other products and then that retinol was just all by itself so yep. I felt bad for it totally so we just threw it into a new chic bottle for now okay got it yeah so then let's talk about retinol because a lot of people have a love-hate relationship yes. with it. I actually got to the point where I'm finally at a good place with retinol like I can put it on at night and my skin isn't super red the next day or it isn't flaky right and I think sometimes people are like, I am just too sensitive for retinol. Right. Is there a right way to use it? Well, I think everybody's scared because when people think of retinol, they think of like retin-A. Yep. And so that's why everyone's afraid, but it's not the same. And I think the most important thing with using any retinol is that you start with one to two times a week and build up. So okay. if you build up slowly, then you're going to know when you need to stop because you're like, okay, now I'm starting to get a little dry. Yeah. Would, would you say that it's like finding the right pair of shoes or something like there there's different retinols for, for different sure. skin types different people yeah and some people can handle a prescription and some people can't like I can use one but I can't use one every day a prescription obviously they're giving you the same effect it's just prescription would be faster but yeah. also like if you're going to have all that downtime using one why use one which yeah. is why I made mine yeah so I fell in love with 
retinol from working for the derm. So that was where it started. Also, like, you look at people that have been using retinol since, you know, like their 20s, yeah. and they're in their 50s now, you die. You're like, you're, they have, like, the nicest skin ever. Beautiful so. texture, yeah. firmness. Yeah. That was actually that good stuff. my next question is, like, what age should people start using a retinol? I would use start using a retinol in my 20s, for sure. Yeah, right. and, like, even if it's once a week, like, yeah. get started in that area. And also, you know, Shawnee has hers, but there's obviously plenty of retinols so that are over-the-counter. I don't it, think there is a line that doesn't have a retinol now because yeah, everybody knows. Yeah. yeah. Something actually blew my mind, and I knew this, but I, I don't know. I, I knew it, but I didn't, like, really think about it. Like, retinol isn't an exfoliator. Like, people think retinol's an exfoliator because it makes some people's skin just, flake yeah. and stuff like that. But it's like such a deeper, it's actually cell turnover. Right. Like that's the difference. And right. I think people have been using those two terms interchangeably, like right. cell turnover and exfoliation. Yeah. And using it probably to, uh, so much so that they can see their skin, right. like a layer coming off when it's like, that's not what's supposed to be happening. Yeah. It's and I be brighter and smoother. And I know that actually a lot of experts are now speaking out and saying, you can wear retinol during the day. Dr. Loretta brought hers up mm -hmm. and said, you know, this is actually a vitamin C and retinol serum that you can put on in the morning, which at first I was like, are you on drugs, lady? Like, right. what are you talking about? Right. But I think that's also like a trend we're going to start seeing in 2020, sure. people yeah. wearing retinol during the like their morning routine. Yeah, yeah I crazy. think it's just you always want to be careful. Of you course. obviously have to be a person that is not going to, you know, you're not someone that wants to be in the sun. Exactly. What did you use when you were pregnant? No retinol. No retinol? I used, oh God, I used Active Serum by Is Clinical. I love yeah. that. Is that what you recommend? Like your well, all of their products don't, with Is Clinical, they don't go into the bloodstream. So I love all their products. Really great for when you're breastfeeding or pregnant. You turned me on to their um, ProHeal yeah. Serum, which is Fantastic. Is that the is that the same one? Vitamin no. C, E, and A. Okay, yeah. no. She you the recommended the Hydra Cool. That's hyaluronic me. acid. Yes. Yes. Yeah. They make it like their products I, are so good. Yeah. I always say IS clinical. Me too. I didn't yeah. Know. I did too, but and they were like, well, we don't even care, but it <laughs> is clinical. Okay. Is and clinical. by the way, I'd been calling them IS for years, and they just told me. Great. Perfect. So I, yeah, I, said I learned I, something I, new. I yeah. Is, okay. Yeah. Okay, so what treatments are you excited about? Microcurrent. That's yes. what I'm most excited about. I also really love, I told you about that little microneedling stamp. I'm obsessed with yes. that. Yes, the one from our friend yeah, Vanessa, Vanessa Lee. Lee. Yes, yes. the microinfusion. Yep, I have that. I really like it. I think it's great. What do you use in yours? So she gives you, when she gives a you hyaluronic, the... Yeah, yeah it's like a hyaluronic snail she, Yeah, mucin. and it has glycolic in it Okay. Too. Oh, really? Did okay. she put Botox in yours? So she put Botox in mine. Okay, so Love there's it. the one that she makes, yeah. and then right. there's the one that she d can administer at the things we do. Well, no, she right? has, it's the same yes. exact tool. It's just the difference is when you come in, see her, she puts Botox and yes. filler in it. So okay, then I like 
took it home because there was still some leftover. Right. Ah, okay. But then oh. if I'm refilling it at home, then it's it just has, hyaluronic acid. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Yeah, I have, I have done... I was thinking about this after we talked about it. I have done the microinfusion with the mix of hyaluronic acid and Botox. And she did it under my eyes. Not Vanessa. Somebody else Mm -hmm. did it under my eyes, which I thought was nice for like a plumping effect, especially because I have like a hollowness under my eye. And it's a way to get Botox in that area without the injection because you should not be Botoxing under that area. I actually have had a friend that did that and it like made her eyes droopy. Like it made her have like the sad droopy eyes. I know. And like on top of that, optically, like you could go blind. Right. FYI. We're not doing that. So like don't do that, everybody. Microinfusion is like a a safer way to do that. But you have these, back to microcurrent, because I am now a huge fan of microcurrent. microcurrent so much. I think in my 20s, when I would get microcurrent done to me, I'm like, okay, whatever. Right. What's it doing? But of course, like I was in my 20s. I didn't have, you know, like I didn't see like the jowls coming on, but Shawnee has these amazing (laughs) hand, like amazing hands, amazing gloves, amazing hands hands and the gloves. gloves. And this is kind of what I mean when she's like, no bullshit. Like she's not like, okay, so I'm going to put this on your face and it's going to feel weird. Literally, she just started going (laughs) and I felt it in my tooth. Like I felt the microcurrent in my left tooth. Wait, I feel like you warned me. Oh my God. Well, maybe because we were just talking. Talking. We were talking about everything and literally it was just like yeah and i and so i didn't good. take any video of this and i wish i would have but i have told john i this. did i enjoy I can, I, we can throw my video yes. on there so good, i just want right? to enjoy her facials when she's doing them but then we talk the whole time yeah. so yeah. whatever but it is the craziest thing and then afterwards your face is actually lifted for sure but it it's works actually so well pretty gentle it's gentle and if it, unless it hits a nerve or your tooth. Well, you can go up. Also, I was really nice to you. But oh, you okay. can go up really high with those. Yeah. And it wasn't, It like, it doesn't hurt. It's just a weird sensation. Yeah. Like, I always get a metallic taste. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I felt it, like, in my tooth, which was hilarious. And that's how I knew it was, like, the microcurrent gloves. But a lot of celebrities do microcurrent ahead of a big event. Yes. Because of the instant lifting effect. And over time, it's supposed to help actually, like... Yeah stimulate it's like exercise for your muscles yeah exactly shawnee you said that you do it on yourself like every day every day oh my god i'm so jealous like i literally when i saw you had those i started like googling like microcurrent gloves purchase this on amazon I don't think you can purchase those gloves. Yeah, I think it's you. Probably it's like the best. I mean, it's probably for the there's best. There's always a way, but I right. mean, if there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> right. You know that we'll find right. it. Well, there's the new facial mask, right? That Peach and Lily came out with. Oh it's yeah, microcurrent. That's interesting. Really? Have you heard of this? No. It's a sheet mask, and it's a serum that's actually activated, and the first in the world that you don't need like. I need current. to see this. I'm going to send this. I'm going to DM it to, to you. Because at first when I saw it, I was like, this is bullshit. But then I started reading about it. And it's one of the... Oh, I did see this. I'm... I'm I dying know. to try it. I saw this, but what Basically, happens? it's the first in the world that utilizes a serum that actually creates the microcurrent instead of needing like a device to create it, which I think is super interesting. Now, I'll I'll say this: I don't think it's going to be as powerful. No, no, it's going to take much longer to see results, but it's probably 
I mean, oh wow, it's all there. Wait, you haven't done this yet? No. You need to do this right now. I we know. need to know about we it. We need this immediately. I will also say I would have loved to have seen them do it on someone that actually needed lifting. Yeah. Because she had how, like beautifully taught skin. I like she didn't need it. What Here's that, the before and afters. Oh. Oh, we're getting these tomorrow. We oh my need God. to check this out. Yeah. We need to know what's going yeah. on. I need to try this and get it on my face immediately. But yeah, I think microcurrent over the past couple of years lasers, peels, like all those things have been really popular. But I think 2020, the focus is going to be microcurrent. And and obviously there's like new face and zip and all of those devices. But I think 2020 is going to be the year that people actually are like, no, I need a microcurrent device in my home. Yeah, I for sure. You know what I mean? You also are a big proponent of LED lights. I love LED so I feel much. like you were probably one of the first people that used love. it. Well, I remember first having it done before I started in a facial, and I just, it was so great, and it's such an instant, you can instantly see a glow, and also for someone that has acne, it's like so healing so quickly. Is there a specific light that works better? I can't remember which one is which. Red, red. and blue are my favorite. So blue is kills the bacteria for acne. Red boosts collagen in the skin. Great. And then there's decreases. white as well, right? Infrared. So mixed together, same thing, speeds up healing. So all combined. And you have like a panel also that you like a, sit in front of. I have a panel and I have a bed. A bed. And then you have it all. Yes. And then I I'll have the I love the Desi mask. Oh yes! Oh yes, the, yes, yes! That's like yeah. the the one. Love that one. And it's it's Desi. Yeah, okay. Desi. Because I mean, there are brands that have made everybody has some a mask available. Now. Did Neutrogena ever come back? Like create another one? Or no, no, they just pulled it, and that was it. Yeah, yeah. that's they not pulled here. theirs. Yeah. yeah. They, they pulled it. I think like you do need to do your research when you're buying one of these for at home because they will charge you an arm and a leg, but then you don't know if it's actually yeah. going to deliver the results. Nikki DeRost, who is a makeup artist, uh-huh. she's amazing. And she had problems with acne and she uh-huh. actually like her esthetician told her like, you need to buy this panel. And she like literally bought this panel and she's like, I don't regret a moment of it. Like no, it's completely changed so my good. life. For and sure. And she was like, it's an investment, but it's it's way better. And then she'll use the skin ink light, the tri-light. Oh yeah. Like she'll take it with her yeah. if she has like a breakout. But she's like, sometimes I just travel with the panel. Yeah. She's like a crazy person like us. Yeah, There's so. really great handheld ones too. Yeah. Those handheld ones. It's just more of, obviously more of a pain because you have to move right. it around your face. But Totally. So I want to get into pimples and breakouts okay. because we know that hormonal acne is a real thing and that adult acne it's like more relevant than all I love that you're pointing to like your one breakout it really but honestly (laughs) it keeps coming back okay so this is the question (laughs) yeah as Johnny's like we need to get that thing out yeah so let's say you get a pimple and it's in the same spot every single month or every couple of weeks why does that happen and how do we make it stop does that happen to you yeah well, <laughs> I know, like, I, think like I know lo- that this one is because it's by my hairline. But, but a lot like, of times why? when you get a pimple and it keeps happening, it's because it never you never got it out completely. Yeah. Okay. So that's usually the problem. That's why you usually have to see someone to take, you know, to I get had out this, with a lancet. Yes. Okay. So I had this one right here, but you got it out. So I feel like now you it's feel just... feel like it's done? Yeah. I feel like it's gone. Like she finally... And I think that is... I mean, that's what I because you're like as well. squeezing it at home. Totally. And then, Do you, you know, recommend no. people trying to take their own, or you know? I do, get- but like you have to know what you're doing, which 
I mean, I try to teach people. It's it's Otherwise much easier scar. to do it with a lancet so you're not, it doesn't become a messy situation. If you're not familiar with a lancet, it's like a little, a little needle. needle. And I'm a, again, crazy person. And I bought and like 500. Yes, I have a whole box of them. Yeah. And if I see that I have something that's either come to a head mm -hmm. or I know I can actually see like the little pore like I can yes. see it that's really good <gasps> thank you, you. So good. I get in there I'm like boop and yeah. then literally just I lightly press and yep. I have little gloves or little like a Maybe little you finger need to glove. do a video oh my god yeah you should I don't want to get I'm always scared though because I don't want to I just oh, people to yell at you yeah be like well you're not a professional yeah, yeah. obviously I mean I guess that's true, but you're you're kind of a professional. I mean, kind of are. I really am trying. Yeah. But, okay, for non-professionals, what should they do when they get a breakout or when pimple? they have a pimple? I think the best thing to do is spot treat, unless it do, it does have. If it's a white head, you have to get that out. Yeah. So the best way would be to lance it and. Okay, so go see. Get a, get a yeah, facial, go see for a dermatologist. sure, or whatever you can. Yes, this is but not otherwise, otherwise, you have to just spot treat right. it until it goes away, and just like not touch it. Do you believe in pimple patches? I do. You know what? I just started testing them out. Mm -hmm. I, I think you have to be careful because some of them can leave some discoloration because it's so strong and you're wearing that. But I have been getting into them. So I read something that was super interesting. Um, Business of Fashion did, or maybe it was Vox, Vox did an amazing article on pimple patches and how they're becoming, it's like the number one mm -hmm. bestseller on Amazon right now. Starface came out, like Julie Schott, she was a former um, beauty editor at Elle. She came out with hers. You actually, if you're using a pimple patch, there has to be an opening for stuff to come out of it. Like it's a hydrocolloid patch. Mm -hmm. So the whole point is that it sucks whatever's in the wound right. out. So if you're just going to put it on something that doesn't have an opening, opening. It, nothing's going to happen. happen. Yeah. You're just drying the outside. Yeah. And I'm a crazy, I keep saying my, I'm a crazy person, but I really, I have like tried to figure out like the secret sauce for it. And if you don't have a lancet, and this is not Shawnee's advice, okay? <laughs> if you don't have a lancet, I have a pair of really sharp tweezers. Ooh. Oh, wow. And I'll just wow. lightly. Yeah, no. I will, You're not talking about your tweezers right I will now. lightly. Stop. I, no, I will take alcohol, sanitize them, and then lightly like puncture. Like medical tweezers or like oh. tweezers no, for your brow? Tweezer Tweet, man. No. But the, a really deep point. Like, they're so... Wow. I know, Shawnee's They're like, like the ones that look like chopsticks where it's yes. very sharp. I know yes. what you're talking about. I and I will... You should not be... She stabs <laughs> her face. I know I'm crazy. That. I lightly puncture it, and then literally I will press down, and everything will come out. Shawnee, I'm telling you, I'm onto something. What about those little patches they now have with like almost like the little needles? Yeah, so I use that one, the zit sticker. Yes. Uh huh. I found that of the ones that have come out, those are the ones. That's that what are, you need. But they don't do enough to actually like put anything deep into the skin. And it, like might help, but and it'll help like a smaller pimples. But like for this angry guy up here, that's not going to work on this guy. Everybody has to read this article on Vox. It totally blew my mind mm. when it comes to pimple patches, like because it teaches you the right way to use them. Because if you aren't a believer, I love them. I yeah. love the CauseRx. I think they're the best. CauseRx are similar. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they're the I best. And those. like you can, they make a one that is so transparent. Like you could wear it out in public and yeah. no one would know you had oh, it. I have to try that one. Yeah, yeah, they're amazing. I buy them on Amazon in bulk because they're so fabulous. But if you have a pimple, do not take tweezers to them. Do it. Try it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't blame me if you fuck it up. Sorry. I love that she said she stabs herself yeah. with tweezers. I literally just go boop. I mean, what's the difference? 
difference between stabbing yourself with a sharp tweezer and then a little Lancet needle? Lancet is so much thinner. Oh my God, are you kidding me, Kirby? That's, a, that's like a knife. Yeah. Listen, it's very gratifying getting that shit it out of really the pimple. It really is, though. I'm, I'm sure right it now. is when you're just squeezing it. Yeah, but to recap, if you have a whitehead, you have to remove the whitehead. Like, For sure. It, it, that's not just going to go away with like, no. you know, tender yeah. loving care. If you have like something underneath the skin, just Don't use a spot treatment. Yeah, the a cystic pimple you want to leave alone. It's yeah. got to run its course. It usually can take it's up to five days usually. Yep. But you have to let it run its course. There's okay. nothing. There's no picking. You're not going to get anywhere. Okay, great. Love I that. I have a question. Yes. yes. Is there like a common skin issue that like you're seeing a lot more of lately uh, with your clients or you know getting a lot of questions about on Instagram? I'm seeing a lot of rashes. I was just talking to Dr. Benitez about this too because I was like. Do you see more? She's like, I'm a dermatologist, Shawnee. I see them all the time. But I feel like I'm seeing so many people have allergies now. Like so many of my clients out of nowhere, all of a sudden they start getting these like weird little, little um, pimples everywhere. And I'm like, that's a rash. And they end up having, they can't figure out what it is that they're using, what's changed. And I think Mm. people are having really weird food allergies and also from a lot of overuse of all these active products. I see that a lot actually now. I think that's a really great point, especially as you get older, your body changes Mm -hmm. in different ways. It would make sense that something might bring on an allergy that you didn't expect. So like after years of using one product, it's like I hated the taste of lemon as a kid. Now I want a lemon bar every day. Right. Like right. it just I would is. Love a lemon bar. Can we get a lemon bar? Like sweet lady and Jane. Beef jerky. jerky. Yeah. Yes. Johnny oh. earlier was like, "Can I would really die for some beef jerky?" We know now Your for the party. It was like, "I don't have a DJ's like, uh, <laughs> we don't have that." It's all I ever want. <laughs> no, but if you so I guess the question is, how do you know if it's a rash yes. versus? It's so hard. Well, usually with, you'll see a lot of, it's almost like dermatitis. You'll see a lot of people with, it's very, very, very small bumps. Sometimes they can fill up just a little bit. And it's almost like if you wipe them with a warm washcloth, they would just go away. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's that's like a dermatitis rash situation. And it always happens around my mouth. Yep. A lot of people get that around the mouth, nose area, but... It can be from so many different things. So what do you recommend? Going to a dermatologist for that because it's hard to treat. I I mean, I recently got it and I don't know what it came from and I just stopped using everything and then finally it went away. Yeah, it's so hard for people like us and I'm sure a lot of our listeners because we're trying new products all all the time. All the time, right. And if you... If you invest in a skincare regimen that you believe in and then this is happening, it's going to be really difficult for you to want to give that up. But I think the best thing is if you have a rash or you have a breakout that you can't pinpoint, like if it's not hormonal, it's not going away, you need kind of to just go clean turkey. Go no retinol, no retinol, nothing. Use a gentle cleanser to make sure you're removing all your makeup, maybe even a micellar water, and then make sure you're protecting your skin with the sunblock and use a nice moisturizer at night. But like nothing that is too fragrant, like keep it super hard back. What are your suggestions for spot testing a product? Oh, before. Mm I just always tell people, I mean, yes, spot, you can, if you're really sensitive, for sure, just putting a little bit like around your, near your ear um, is great. But otherwise, I'm more of like, just start with once a week on anything active and then build up slowly. You got to give your your skin a chance. 
Are there any skincare trends that you're seeing that you wish would die? That like when people talk to you about like what they're doing or you see it on Instagram, you're like, oh my God, I wish people would stop doing this. I don't know. I guess so many of the lasers. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of lasers. And then I'll see people after and I'm like, did you like it? And they're like, I didn't really notice a difference. And I'm like, why do you keep doing it? Mm. What about since, you know, the holidays are coming up and there's going to be a lot of traveling, doing like a skincare routine on the plane? I think it depends. If you get, if you're someone that gets really dry, definitely having a mask that you can do while you're on the plane. It just kind of depends. It doesn't usually bother me when I'm on the plane, but for some people, if you get dry, definitely using a mask. I also just feel like sometimes, you know, the plain skincare has turned into like a trend on Instagram. Oh my Instagram. God, you it's have like no idea. It's like there are new brands that have launched and they're like specifically made for the plane. 100%. Yeah, but it's, it's, which is just weird kind of, because it's a recycled air. So I'm like, I don't want anything mm-mm. that's weird to me. Right. But then also... Hyaluronic acid, like for a lot of the, a lot of people are like, oh, I'm on a plane, I'm going to be dehydrated, right. like, let me put hyaluronic acid. But guess what? Hyaluronic acid like pulls from the, the moisture from the air. So if there's no moisture in the air, it could actually dehydrate you. Right. So you have to just be smart. I see people sometimes putting on like sheet masks and stuff. I'm like, whatever. Like, right. Enjoy yeah. your self care. Right. Like this is more of like a, I feel like it's more of like an anxiety yes. re- reducer. I than get actually, that question a lot. Too. Yeah. I'm sure. What do like, you use? What's a good plane routine? Yeah. And it's more about afterwards like mm-hmm. before and afterwards which is yeah. what our dear friend Renee always says too she's like just wash your face right, right after when you get home <laughs> right. yep. yeah done yeah. yeah I agree Los Angeles is brought to you by Afterpay partnered with more than 9,000 United States brands and retailers Afterpay allows for you to shop now enjoy now and pay later Shawnee is there anything um, we should be on the lookout for from you in 2020 Ooh. A comeback to music videos? No, no, no. <laughs> I think just new amazing products. So I'm developing a bunch of products. So I'm excited about all of that. Okay, so we have some very exciting news for our amazing listeners. Obviously, it's the holidays. We wanted to do another giveaway for you guys. So Shawnee is graciously going to give away her entire skin regimen for you and your friend. What? what? So go to our Instagram right now and enter to win. Uh, All the instructions are there. And we're going to wrap this up so that you can get these products ahead of the holidays so that you can share the beautiful skincare wealth. Can you remind us where we can find you? You mean like my Instagram? Yeah. Yeah. At Shawnee Darden (laughs) or ShawneeDarden.com. Perfect. If you are able to get in in LA, I highly recommend coming to the spa. It's gorgeous you'll every time when i walk in my shoulders just like yeah. release That's and sweet. i like take this deep breath and i'm like relaxed like god so above being it's like, like zen chill you guys and you'll be back for our little our little um yep. girls night we'll okay i'm so we're done. doing girls like, night. that's go live done. Los yeah it's done yes Yay. So, Shawnee, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. We love, love you. you. Love and thank you. you guys for listening. As always, you can find us on Instagram at Gloss underscore Angeles, on Twitter at Gloss Angeles Pod, and find us on Facebook. Just search Gloss Angeles, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Wow. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 